Hi, Logan. Hi, Kim. Oh, it feels like it's been so long because I honestly, I think, has been a little. It has long. been. Yeah. So, but, like, yeah. just so people know, we were going to try and do like an episode <laughs> during the break, but then we both got sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that didn't work out. Like, we're just now, both of us, sort of mm-hmm. getting over, mm-hmm. you know, different things. Um, so that didn't quite work out. <laughs> but that's Plans okay. Plans for over the summer, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> For sure. Oh, definitely. That's a long hiatus. We can definitely work out something mm-hmm. during those months. I have already have some ideas, actually. Um, okay. So we have first we're gonna talk about news mm-hmm. and we have lots of it. We'll start with the biggest mm-hmm. first. We got a season two renewal mm-hmm. for Fire mm-hmm. Country, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. awesome, especially because we're so far away from actual like renewal time like when Mm -hmm. the news really starts coming out Mm -hmm. this is really early so that's that's good for us that means cbs has real confidence in the show they also renewed ghosts and criminal minds evolution and cbs has been handing out their renewals lately Mm -hmm. pretty much Mm -hmm. um you know which is nice for the people who watch those shows and Mm -hmm. nice for us yeah we're not mad about it so i'm mad not mad at all (laughs) um so that's the biggest biggest news which Mm -hmm. is so exciting so we get to do this all over again next year Mm -hmm. actually later this year technically i guess um so yay Mm -hmm. um all right so then the other things are is we have releases for the next two episodes one of which is the special airing night after the AFC championship. So that's exciting. Let me get to those here. <clears throat> okay. This is the next one. It's called Mama Bear. And it is going to air Friday, January 20th. So the press release says a former inmate firefighter harboring a grudge against Sharon returns to carry out his revenge on fire country um revenge okay Mm. so I guess this is like the anti-manny yeah that's gooey you know I love Sharon I don't want anything to happen to Sharon I don't think anything will but I think it probably will get pretty scary the the photos show Bodie like beating up this uh, motorcycle guy. Ooh. Um, I'm a little uh, intrigued. So that's next week's, right? Yeah, next week is the twentieth, and then the special night. So okay, so the way this is looking, guys, just to clarify, next Friday we have an episode. The Friday after that, we don't. And the reason we don't is because the AFC championship is that Sunday and Fire Country has been chosen as the show to immediately follow the AFC championship. So you'll have to, it's going to be a little tricky because if the game goes into overtime or anything happens to delay the game, that means the episode's not going to air until the game is over. So it doesn't have a set time that it begins. Mm -hmm. So you're just going to have to keep an eye on the game, the football game, unfortunately. (laughs) What we do for the TV we love to watch. Right, exactly. Not a sports person. I grew up in a football household, though. So football's not torture for me, but I know a lot of people that just don't care. 
I'm just going to be checking in to see when it actually goes on because I'm not going to be watching the game. <laughs> so you are going to have to pay attention enough to at least know when the game actually ends because mm-hmm. Fire Country is going to start immediately after that. Um, and that is on January 29th, um, which is a Sunday, not our normal night. Um, and so this episode, I am very intrigued by this, by the way. This mm-hmm. episode title is Two Pink Lines. Um, Bodie and his fellow prison inmate firefighters band together with the civilian civilian station 42 crew to battle a monstrous fire that erupts after a plane crash. Whoa. Hmm. Meanwhile, the crews welcome a new member to the family on fire country. Um, yeah. So the photos, there's a couple of photos where they're all covered in like pink. It looks like foam or something or mm-hmm. paint. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling at least one of the calls in this episode is going to be a gender reveal party gone wrong. Oh yeah. I can, which I can see that. has happened in real life. Yeah. Cause people um, are not great with kind of having those. So yeah, I just can't explain why else they'd be covered in pink. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only other thing is, you know, a like fire, like suppressant, like foam, like I think in some cases, that be pink? white not pink not pink yeah i was about to say i don't think like you never know pink. but so anyway some of the pictures have them just covered in pink mm-hmm. um but obviously that's not going to be the only call because this this description mentions a plane crash which mm-hmm. that's crazy mm-hmm. um episodes with plane crashes in them are always intense i just rewatched the um a criminal minds up that had to do with a plane crash Ooh. um so and that was intense like it's always intense when like a helicopter or a plane crash is involved um anyway but um let's get to this part the part that immediately had me like what uh meanwhile the crews welcome a new member to the family somebody gonna have a baby there's a picture of a lady in labor but i don't know who it is um also two pink lines is generally not indicate gender reveal or actually having the baby yeah that's on a pregnancy test yeah which i don't know i have thoughts about maybe where they could be heading with that but i we still need to see more before there's there's yeah i was about to say well we only have one episode between now and then i know so (laughs) but the question is like if if it is a pregnancy test our our candidates are not there's not a long list no <laughs> there's there's gabriella there's rebecca and now cara um mm-hmm. and she is in i believe the next at least the next two episodes mm-hmm. um <laughs> so this is gonna you know. be if it is a pregnancy test it it's gonna be messy no matter who it is because like mm-hmm. what Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh yeah so hmm, intriguing mysteries abound yeah um but that's really all the news we have right now um i have posted photos for those on our instagram um for those episodes the promo photos are there i try to post the sneak peeks Every time they release, they usually release them on like Wednesday or Thursday, and it's usually a random time. Like I check the press site all day, and it's usually the hour or two I can't check it that they're like, "Hey, here's all the new stuff." I'm like, "Cool, mm-hmm. thanks, appreciate it." <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, 
just keep an eye. Go follow us on Instagram. Um, I try to put everything up there. I was trying to cross post on both Twitter and Instagram, but I can't. That's sometimes a lot. Um, so, but everything definitely goes on Instagram. So if you're wanting to keep up with the news, the promo photos, the episode descriptions, the sneak peek videos, follow us on Instagram. They all go up over there. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So that's the news. Now we get to get into the actual episodes, which two really good episodes back to back, by the way. Mm-hmm feel like the show is really finding itself now mm-hmm. um because you know early on we talked about how some of the actors didn't feel quite comfortable in their characters just yet um that was way early on now I think everybody is finding their groove getting comfortable in like who their character is and what their motivations are and how the events that happen on the show affect everybody everything is running really smoothly the writing's getting stronger and stronger and stronger um i mean the show is just it's it's got some momentum and mm-hmm. it's not stopping and i love mm-hmm. it me too me yeah too. <clears throat> okay so kim do you want to start us off with the description and the title for the mm-hmm. winter premiere Yep. So the winter premiere, it was titled No Good Deed, and an internal investigation is launched after a difficult rescue went awry and a life was lost. And so, I mean, we knew it was not very descriptive at all whatsoever, but, mm-hmm. you know, when we we got some of, obviously, those promo photos very early on, and so we're like, hmm, what's going on here? Because mm-hmm. we clearly see people important people at least don't seem dead but we never know because you never know when some of those take place right it's not very not very detailed with that description (laughs) oh right well and to their credit the way they did the episode too was very much like wait what what's going on here who died (laughs) Mm -hmm. because they kept that vagueness for most of the episode like a life was lost or Mm -hmm. you know like they they really did commit to like Mm -hmm. being as vague as possible the whole episode Mm -hmm. um which, I mean, if you've watched TV long enough, you know it's not going to be Bodie or Gabriella. Like, that's just, that's their ship, you know? So they're not going to kill both of them off or one of them off this early, right? Mm-hmm. Not saying it might not happen later, but they ain't going to do it right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so the... I think if you watch TV enough, you could kind of see where it was going, but I liked the way that they just pretended like this is a mystery, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, even if they sort of knew that television watchers would figure it out. I liked the way it unfolded. Mm -hmm. Um, And I gotta say, I, at first, so the lady that I can't remember her name, the character that was like the representative of like legal or internal affairs, whoever it was that was investigating this. I went back and forth on her so many times about whether or not I liked her. In the beginning, I didn't like her. And then toward the middle, I was like, no, oh, she's pretty cool, actually. And then at the very end, I was so angry at her again. Yeah, it, it, it was a wave of emotions. because It's like, oh, she's on her side. Oh, she's not on her side. Oh, she's on her side. No, she's not. And it was just like, can you just pick a side? Think, like, am I just going to hate internal affairs or not? Just tell me, please. I think the issue is she was on everybody's side but Bodie's is what it was that was the problem because it was like she said some stuff that I totally agreed with but then at the very end it was like excuse you he didn't do anything wrong Mm -hmm. 
like, oh my God, who's made me so mad anyway. Uh, but we start out with her and who was she interviewing first? Was it was like Jake and Vince uh, were the first two, I think that they kept going back and forth with. I think so. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah. I, had, I didn't rewatch yet, but yeah, it's, I mean, she's just trying to, you know, get the basics. The of- story. Yeah, And so then while they're being interviewed, we're like flashing back to immediately after the episode left off. And this was released as a sneak peek. So mm-hmm. I was ready for it. I was very excited because what Kim and I talked about last time we talked was mm-hmm. like, what if Gabriella jumped into the river after him? Mm-hmm. We were right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she did. And it was the best. It- like immediately started taken off all of her gear like zero hesitation from her whatsoever epic it was epic oh Mm -hmm. my gosh Mm -hmm. (laughs) and exactly what I thought would happen happened which was everybody on the bridge was like what are you doing no 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 Mm -hmm. what are you doing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she just went Mm -hmm. great um and then it shows her trying to find Bodhi and like swimming through the river and um which you know it's a rapid river it's not like a placid calm mm-hmm. body of water so it was a struggle um also it looked pretty darn cold mm-hmm. that was not good yeah i mean um, it's california but, but it's not like warm parts of california yeah, there it's like the mountains from what yeah. everything we've seen it's like a mountainous area which is going to be cold yeah um so she finds bodie and she pulls him ashore and you know does cpr and revives him and everything um which that scene was phenomenal Mm -hmm. um her like leaning over him and rubbing his arm and like trying to keep him warm and that whole scene Mm -hmm. was amazing amazing Mm -hmm. and the fact that they're both each other's like biggest fan even when they're a little mad at each other Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. that's good ship material right there oh um yeah so anyway they decide from there that they have to get back because it's going to get dark soon it's only going to get colder and they're both soaking wet um and they need to find their way back so they sort of come up with a plan and they head in a direction where they think it will lead them to like a road or other people or something they can Bodie trying to look for like stars so he can navigate to exactly yep and so they start off into the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> meanwhile, interjected through all of this, and I can't remember what order things go in, so I, I'm I'm not going to try. The IA lady is interviewing people and they're giving their thoughts on what's happened. And um, I mean, most people, it was pretty on point with what I expected of them, mm-hmm. which Vince feeling like guilty and, um, you know, wanting to look for his son and all of the things that you expect from Vince happened mm-hmm. with Vince. The only person who surprised me was Jake. And it shouldn't have, because I should expect him to be on my shit list at all mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, Bodie nearly dying would maybe force some perspective. It did not. Mm-mm. And he just kept saying things like, I should have reported him when I had the chance. He's a loose cannon, um, all this stuff. And I'm like, are you serious right now? Because of all the people on the bridge, the person who was least culpable is Bodie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
he was responding to everything that was happening it's not like he made any of it happen correct it's just so weird to me that that's who jake chooses to direct his anger at but given what we see of the rest of the flashbacks i feel like i know why and it has nothing to do with anything that happened on that bridge mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. anyway <laughs> i'm having trouble remembering specifics because i really should have rewatched it before we started recording um anyway so in the flashback section while Bodie and gabriella are trying to make their way through the woods they run into the woman who ran away from from the accident which we both said i bet that's going to come into play in the next episode and which, we were right yeah which i'm really glad because i was going to be real annoyed if we just never saw her again because right. that would have felt like what was the whole point then <laughs> yeah it would have been like a cop out like what <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's her name is meg she was mm-hmm. the one driving the car that hit the kids they find her in the woods and she's in, she's hurt obviously mm-hmm. she was in a car accident and then tried um, running away and then tried to run away and so then it becomes about her as well um and her injuries um and so they're making their way through the woods and i gotta say once they meet up with meg this is where sassy gabriella came out and i was here for it Mm -hmm. um (laughs) because meg assumes that they're a couple and they're right off the bat right off immediately and they're like no no we're not a couple and Gabriella's like yeah we're not even friends just like oh no okay live in denial Gabriella okay well no she's she's making jabs at Bodhi Mm -hmm. that's what that was because Bodhi was like you know I can't come and see you we shouldn't talk anymore Mm -hmm. um because he didn't want to upset Jake Mm -hmm. um and she's mad at him because he's like we don't we're not going to talk anymore we don't need to talk or see each other (laughs) so she's like yeah we're not even friends he doesn't want to talk to me or see me or anything Mm -hmm. which I was like (laughs) she's got a point I mean I don't disagree (laughs) um anyway so they're trying to help Meg through the woods and we're just going to go into all of this and then go over mm-hmm. the IA stuff later because mm-hmm. I can't remember how what order it broke into what. Mm-hmm. Um, and her leg starts to really, really bother her. Like everything yeah. is just bad. And so they rip open her pants leg and they take a look at it and her leg is like swelling mm-hmm. really badly. Um, and Bodhi kind of helps Gabriella calm down and remember her training and what it all means and what's happening turns out it's compartment syndrome which from our years of watching one chicago we know that's bad yeah um yeah that's very very bad yeah uh and so they pull a little macgyver move where they empty out meg's bag and they pull out these things that they can use uh from her bag to do a fasciotomy that's what they yeah. did right fasciotomy? yeah because the that's the only way the only way you can help compartment syndrome is relieve the pressure yeah so yeah it just I knew that as soon as they said compartment syndrome I knew we were headed towards some blood kind of coming out at some point or another so yeah oh yeah and uh Gabriella man queen of improv used an eyebrow razor Mm -hmm. for it like what that's amazing to me um so they do the fasciotomy and Meg is immediately like oh that feels better it's weird because you just cut my leg open but that feels better (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um 
And so then they start making their way through the woods again. Well, right as in order to help them find the crew, mm-hmm. Manny decides he's going to start a prescribed burn early. Yeah. I mean, we'll just also <laughs> say like Manny still hasn't been doing good in general. Like he's not sleeping well. Mm-hmm. He's gambling. He's, he has so many like debt collectors calling him. So, yeah, it's I, you know, it's he's not in a great mind state, but you know, I still, res- it, the logic honestly is still kind of sound, you know, of starting a fire to get smoke so they could see yeah. them. Well, no, I mean, it, it worked. Yeah. It worked, yeah. right? Because they, it did yeah. help them find them. But at the same yeah. time, it's like, you know more than anybody how unpredictable fire yeah. is. So yeah. it, you know, you should anticipate that it's not going to go exactly how you want it to go. Um, so they start a fire. It gets a little out of control. Yeah. Um, by that, I mean a lot out of control. Uh, <laughs> and, but it does help Bodie and Gabriella see them because they see the smoke through the trees mm-hmm. and they start heading that direction with Meg. Um, there's, they're close. They're almost there. And Gabriella suddenly stops breathing. Like she just keels over and is, is not conscious and mm-hmm. can't tell Bodie what's wrong and it's terrifying and Meg seems fine she's fully alert she's talking mm-hmm. you know as far as he knows her issues have been dealt with and Gabriella is the more urgent concern mm-hmm. and Meg tells him take her and go mm-hmm. and so she like he picks up Gabriella oh. and keeps going and finds Vince and Sharon and Manny and everybody um and it turns out what they figure out is going on with Gabriella, and I can't remember the technical name for it, but it's like secondary drowning. Yeah. Um, I know there's a technical name for it, but I can't remember what We're, it is. It, um, we don't need to get into technicals. <laughs> I know, but I feel like I should remember I because know, it, it, it's, it's happened on fire too, like on Chicago fire. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I should remember. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so they start addressing that and then they kind of cut it off. They don't show you what happened from there because then we go back to like the investigation voiceover mm-hmm. where you find out that meg died meg is the death the suspicious mm-hmm. death um and her parents are suing the department um which okay i have several logic problems with this one meg is the one that caused the accident by speeding mm-hmm um also meg is the one that ran away if she'd have stayed not only could she have taken responsibility for the accident as she should have but a medic would have seen her sooner and would have Mm -hmm. gotten her to the hospital and the internal bleeding that caused her to die would not have been an issue yeah i so it's not that it makes sense but i know i feel like it's also been like storylines on Chicago fire and such and other. Oh yeah. All like it, it. You know, they, where, you know, yeah. it's the rescuers don't save somebody and they get blamed for it because that's what their job is supposed to be. But it's, it, it's a very large jump for the parents to want to sue the fire department. For I mean, I can see guy. how, you know, in your grief and your anger, like yeah. Vince says at the end, which we'll get to, I can see how that might happen, but also wouldn't the kids parents that were in the car accident have means to sue them considering yeah i mean what happened yeah (laughs) so like i don't know i feel like they might have bigger concerns than suing the department but you know it's fine it caused hey it gave us the the drama that we needed so yeah um anyway in the 
um the the further in the flashbacks the other side of the flashbacks we also got to see sharon reacting to Bodhi being missing and being on scene to help which mm-hmm. was really really awesome um mm-hmm. and vince's reaction and everybody's reaction and how important Bodhi and gabriella are mm-hmm. um which i i always love the, like one of the only things i love about or the reason i love these like particular people in danger plots is because of the reactions of everyone else and getting to see how much the character means to every other character mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. So I was really glad we got to see that. Um, but then in the present, when we continue with the interviews, so let's talk about this plot line now, because I can mm-hmm. remember all of that mm-hmm. <laughs> in context of the present. So she talks to Vince and Jake first. And basically what we get from them, you know, Vince in feeling guilty about some of the calls he made and Bodhi going over the bridge and um being proud of Gabriella even <laughs> calling her his best probie which okay mm-hmm. we're here for that mm-hmm. um and then from Jake we get that obviously he's upset with um Jake I mean with Bodhi still and the most satisfying part about the flashbacks for me is there were like three people who shoved in Jake's face that Gabriella has feelings for Bodhi mm-hmm. there was Rebecca and there was um Gabriella herself <laughs> like when she came to and the first name she said was Bodhi and Jake was like right there 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 was so much like of even on the bridge where when Gabriella was getting ready to go Jake just kind of stood there like he just kind of uh-huh. stood there did nothing of like yep. no Gabriella no it's just he just just stood there and I'm just like okay cool dude whatever there was no stopping her at that point no but i mean gabriella herself first of all jumping off the bridge for Bodie like a second after it happened and then when she wakes up jake's right there and the first thing she says is Bodie. Like, oh yeah okay i mean come on there was like brief tangent there was many like very shippable bodiella moments of, oh my god not only that great. when she wakes up but also the slow-mo shot of Bodie carrying Gabriella oh, out of the forest like so it's good Lomo with music and everybody yes. racing towards them I'm like come on and so just, good it's so and good. even one at the beginning we didn't mention where Gabriella's trying to warm Bodie up a little bit oh, like yeah. just by rubbing his arm uh-huh. and it's just like and like right before right before they ran across Meg there was a suggestion that they should like huddle together for warmth yeah oh and yeah I was like yes please yeah basically just a trope paradise in the winter premiere for Bodiella. it was great well and then as she's like being carted away to the ambulance on the stretcher Bodie's like right there like I'm gonna call you so many times and check mm-hmm. on you um which is really sweet um and him saying like I can't lose her like mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah this is the ship this is it yeah. this is it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be slow though it's gonna be so slow I know and which is why I think they decided to like give us all of these wonderful moments and things mm-hmm. in this episode and they're just gonna drag it out for as long as they possibly can for sure um <clears throat> anyway <laughs> but then in the present sorry my dog's about to bark I could just I just know it's gonna happen she's over here growling a little bit anyway um so Jake is angry and so I think in the present at Bodie and I'm thinking that has more to do with Gabriella than what actually happened mm-hmm. um he's just holding on to old stuff because he knows that Gabriella has feelings for Bodie and he doesn't like it that's what I think which yeah I mean 
Jake's kind of the guy who kind of holds a grudge and so obviously your girlfriend calling out another guy's name as she comes to is something mm-hmm. that's going to him. and you know who's he going to talk to about it nobody in here not even even though Eve's his best friend he's not going to talk to her about that because that's going to feel awkward as hell and it's not like he has anybody I mean he could have somebody else to talk to but I don't think he's really as close with anybody else and so you know it's just pent up inside of him at this right. point right Right. And so um, that's the gist that we get from their interviews. And then she interviews Manny. And Manny's sort of story about the whole thing is that he he sticks with the whole decided to start a prescribed burn early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the issue that he comes up against is whether or not to. Um, I guess, is it tell the truth about Sharon? Is that it? Is was that the I can't remember. Yeah, it just I think part of it was just like a favor and all that. And it's that yeah. kind of light. And I think he does eventually tell the truth, mm-hmm. even though Sharon tries to talk him out of it. And then Sharon mm-hmm. just sort of owns it at that point when mm-hmm. she's interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um and just sort of says, you know, did Manny tell you that he offered? Um, and the lady's like, Yeah, and she's like, that was nice of him, but no, I asked. Mm-hmm. So Sharon does come clean. Mm-hmm. um but she goes into why and she really explains the emotions of it um and the the woman understands the lady from internal affairs mm-hmm. she seems to understand that <laughs> then the big issue becomes manny starting that prescribed burn early and how reckless that was mm-hmm. um and so everybody decides that she's going to try and pin that pin it all on manny um and so they call in freddie because that was her special witness yeah her special witness and <laughs> immediately manny's like oh this is not going to go well i'm done i'm done for but this was mm-hmm. why i decided i liked her it's because when she's interviewing freddie freddie just straight up says like i know what you're doing you're going to try and trick me into saying what you mm-hmm. want me to say and that way you can use it to pin it on cap and i'm not going to let you do that um mm-hmm. And so she kind of turns off the recording <laughs> i love the way she did this she was like what i think i hear you saying is Mm-hmm. You noticed a burn and decided to put it out. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's sort of you know, like hinting, like, this is what you say. Yeah. There's there's reports of lightning around. So a lightning fire right. could have easily lightning started. Lightning struck, maybe, yeah. and started yeah. the fire, and you guys put it out. I think that's what I hear you saying, isn't yeah. it, Freddie? And then she turns yeah. the recorder back on. <laughs> yeah. And that's what Freddie says. So it it's obviously not going to be Manny's fault now, because mm-hmm. she's helped cover for him. Mm-hmm. um and but i i loved freddie in that moment being like no i know what you're doing we're not playing mm-hmm. this game so i was like yes freddie mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. very i was very proud like a proud mama like yes mm-hmm. freddie thank you freddie mm-hmm. um so then I'm trying to think she does interview eve and she tells eve what she thinks of her which was a moment that i was like excuse you oh yeah she, she I did tells not like eve it. like yeah the first time she met her she like didn't think she could make decisions and all this other like really bad stuff I'm like excuse you mm-hmm. what she was a probie you made all of that decision from like one conversation when she was new mm-hmm. that doesn't seem fair at all <laughs> yeah I think um, for me at least parts of it still kind of some of you know maybe it's just of the IA investigator their internal affairs investigator her hard time going up in fire you know of just wanting to prepare eve for that and just like just you know trying to prepare for it. even though it was very brash and probably harsh on eve it was still that's kind of she was trying to do what she could to prepare even though it's still it kind of came across as not 
not the greatest ways of going about it to be honest yeah for sure well and then they talk about eve and her like decision um you know to go on the radio and call for new leadership and Mm -hmm. all of that and um I love I love Eve like every episode more and more I love her Mm -hmm. but I loved what she said where she was like you know because the woman gives her credit for doing that for making a decision for being decisive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Eve's like yeah well it it didn't do us any good did it Mm -hmm. she's like we still lost somebody things still went crazy on the bridge Mm -hmm. I, I made the call too late um and you know that whole struggle within Eve she did the right thing but in her mind she did it too late so it mm-hmm. doesn't matter whether she did the right thing or not mm-hmm. um and let's see what else came out in these interviews she talks to Bodhi but for like a split second and just enough for him to say I liked Meg and I don't think anybody should be defined by their worst mm-hmm. day or their biggest mistake mm-hmm. um I, I wanted her to get back and get past that mm-hmm um but it was an internal wound we couldn't see what was happening we didn't know what was happening she was fine mm-hmm. and gabriella wasn't mm-hmm. um and so i'm i made the call um and that's all she talks to him about mm-hmm. and then we get her like summary at the end of what she thinks of things and i'm like you talked to bodie for two seconds and mm-hmm. that's enough for you to decide that he's going to be the scapegoat for everything that went wrong I did not like do that. anything wrong no and it's you can't it's such a cop out of the convict being the one right at fault like it's not, it's not it wasn't Gabriella's fault either but it's just it's like you're just trying of to find all the a people scapegoat. well of all the people on the bridge that like caused the chaos that put Bodie in the water that put him in that situation to find Meg Bodie is like the least mm-hmm. at fault mm-hmm. <laughs> for anything that went wrong Mm-hmm. it's so crazy to me that they were like oh well we're just gonna get rid of him what mm-hmm. no you're not mm-hmm. um but however him being in trouble gave us a huge growth moment for vince um oh. and had me like almost in tears i'm not gonna lie to you um because they he and sharon tried to talk to her about it not being Bodie, but she was like listen mm-hmm. of all the people here he's the only one that's expendable and then she does to her credit go through a list of reasons why she likes everybody in the crew mm-hmm. one of which is telling eve that she needs to pursue leadership which i'm like yes she does which we'll get we'll get into that in the next episode too because i have some yes and feelings about that but as well that's like her saying that to eve i was like okay you're right there you're totally mm-hmm. right um you know that was like the one that i remember being like yes absolutely but mm-hmm. I mean, she likes everybody else and she didn't even mind that Sharon, you know, asked for a favor for Bodhi or anything mm-hmm. like for the most part, what she said was good until she got to the very end. And she was like, I guess we're just going to have to blame it on Bodhi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, they tried to reason with her and they couldn't. So then Vince is like, can you do me one more favor? Um, and he sits down with Meg's parents That's- and this I guess yeah, I love these moments where they're just having Vince be so emotional because like once again I will reiterate it's not something we get to see on TV of a, a father being emotional mm-hmm. and it's just Billy Burke in these scenes are phenomenal so good so good and the way he sat down with them and and really empathized with their situation because he's been there he's no parent should have to 
bury their child or lose their child. Um, you know, nobody should have to go through that. But he goes on to say, and this is where you realize that Vince really has learned his lesson <laughs> mm -hmm. because he says, but you trying to find a bad guy in a tragic situation is not going to help you. It's not mm -hmm. going to help Bodie. It's not going to help Meg. It's not going to help anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and he sort of explains to them, you know, it was a tragic situation nobody wanted that to happen to meg but things happened she had internal wounds you know he goes through the emotions and basically just to sum up and say like your anger wants you to pick out someone to blame mm -hmm. i'm paraphrasing i'm not saying exactly what he said um you know and, and just don't my son's been through enough don't make him your bad guy because mm -hmm. it's the grief and sadness is valid, mm -hmm. but it's, it's <clears throat> the anger and wanting to blame right. somebody for it. It's not going to bring Meg back. It's not. Right. And he, yeah. And he explains like, you're blaming the whole institution, but the institution mm -hmm. is going to blame one person who doesn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. You know, explaining to them how the politics work is like mm -hmm. you in your mind think you're blaming the whole institution, but the institution is going to pick somebody mm -hmm. to take the fall. Mm -hmm. And it's someone who doesn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And they drop the case um you know they're grieving in a different way from mm -hmm. that point forward mm -hmm. so vince saved the day in that one in the end mm -hmm. um and it was a really sweet episode really well done i mean i enjoyed that episode from beginning to end like mm -hmm. the way they unfolded the story the way they handled the twists mm -hmm. the um way they did the flashbacks and the present plot um just everything the way they handled it and it was put together the way it was written the way it was shot the way the cast performed it mm -hmm. it's all really good plus we got all those Bodiella moments I mean mm -hmm. I'm telling you those were fantastic oh okay, yeah I'm sorry it's it's that's leading to flashback scenes that hopefully maybe a wedding down the road of everything they have been through together so I'm, yes. I'm sorry not sorry about that right if, yes oh for sure like a montage yeah that's gonna happen someday yeah yeah but the conver I don't think we've talked about this the conversation between Jake and Rebecca do you remember that one like where briefly, their briefly. search they're in the middle of the search mm -hmm. <laughs> and Rebecca makes a comment about how like I didn't think I was going to be searching for my competition and Jake's like wait what <sighs> and she has to explain like oh yeah you know Cap's daughter <laughs> Bodie and Caps are making eyes at each other and he goes that's my girlfriend and she goes mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. <laughs> I loved that scene yeah and then even um which was still very interesting like with the end scene with G Jake and Gabriella of like we got to talk about the Bodie situation oh, kind of yeah really got there. oh and my gosh we're just kind of edited and we obviously didn't get anything from it but it's just it's like well having, she tries to yeah she tries to brush it off you yeah. know yeah like she's like oh yeah he called to check on me in the hospital mm -hmm. and you know uh, makes excuses and he's like yeah okay no we need to talk about it uh -huh. yeah because having all of those uh Bodie and Gabriella moments and then having a moment with your where you're with your significant other saying we need to talk about the thing of you having all these moments with this guy who's not your boyfriend that happened uh-huh uh-huh yeah. yeah and 
the uh, I mean, the fact that so many times in front of Jake this episode, somebody pointed out that Gabriella had feelings for Bodhi was just like, yeah, it's getting more and more obvious, my man. You need to pay yeah. attention, and he did <laughs> to his credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it does end on that. There she goes. <laughs> Now, see, every time we talk about Jake, Lucy does not like Jake. So she, she just has to like her Jake. opinion. <laughs> okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, okay. I think I know what's going on. Um, anyway, so it does end on that cliffhanger of mm-hmm. uh, we got to talk about Cody. Mm-hmm. So um, that's how that episode ends. Okay. That's how that episode ends. And now we got to talk about. So yeah, so then now we get to move on to last night's episode, which yes. ooh, it's once again, I like I keep feeling like I know there's gonna be more filler episodes at some point because that's I mean that's just how TV is with these long seasons. I'm still not feeling like we're getting too many filler episodes, which you know, I mean I still I know the need for filler episodes here and there, but it's still everything so far has still felt like we're moving good in a well, storyline. I think the difference is this show, they don't really do filler episodes. Mm -hmm. It's like every episode, a little something happens, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, at least Mm -hmm. big things happen in big episodes, like we have big movement, but then even in the, what could be considered a filler episode, we have small movement Mm -hmm. and some shows don't do that. Some shows you have Mm -hmm. episodes where literally like nothing happens to move your characters or your plot forward, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. this show hasn't done that yet not to say that they won't in the future they have a lot more episodes to go this season mm-hmm. but they haven't yet so it's really i mean i feel like the episodes lately have all been really strong mm-hmm. um so this one was too i thought mm-hmm. um i also love <laughs> that they introduce a new character like it's no big deal like she's been there the whole time mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's a small town and you know what she probably has been there the whole time and they mm-hmm. just didn't talk to her (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is totally fair (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm um so anyway um do you have do you want to read the title Mm -hmm. and the go ahead go for it yep so it's episode 10 and it's get your hopes up and so a box truck why i don't know why that's so hard to say box truck crashes into the station causing a power outage and triggering triggering a dangerous fire and then sharon and boat Sharon and Bodhi's ex-girlfriend. I was gonna the way that's also phrased also makes it yeah, sound very weird. weird. It's uh, a little weird. Bodhi's ex-girlfriend Kara faced multiple medical emergencies, which once again, not super detailed in that description, but whatever. Although, with what happened in that house, I don't know how else you would describe it because that's oh no, fair accurate. It's just when you read it and you have no context, you're like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this episode was sort of like a bottle episode, a little bit, because like we had the Three Rock crew and the um, fire crew, like the Cal Fire crew, all in the firehouse together for mm-hmm. different things. Like Eve was supposed to be training Three Rock on like certain tools, mm-hmm. and then um, the uh, Cal Fire crew was doing just like a training demonstration with like it looked civilians. I guess. Yeah, I think you know just at home um, fire safety for how yeah. to control fires yourself if needed so they were all in the firehouse together Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. at one time and then you have the other side of that which is literally just two characters in a house which is sharon and Kara. um 
So it was sort of like a bottle episode. Nobody was outside on a mm-hmm. call. There were no like, you know. Um, so I always love bottle episodes. I think they're probably when writers get the most creative and usually mm-hmm. we get the best stuff out of them, I think emotionally, character growth wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and this episode really wasn't any different. We got a lot of good stuff. So we start with everybody in the firehouse, um, you know, doing what they need to do. And and I, the first thing that I remember is Jake and Gabriella and Jake trying to have the conversation about Bodie and um, Gabriella kind of brushing it off again, because mm-hmm. apparently she's been avoiding it since the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she kind of doubles down on Jake, which surprised me where she's just like, you know, we're good. And yeah, Bodhi checked on me while I was in the hospital, but that's what friends do. And the two of you are just learning how to be brothers again, which they're what now? Aren't they really? Because Jake seems to be holding on to a lot of stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's happening like the way you think it's happening, Gabriella. Yeah. Um, and you know, she was just like, we're going to be good. And you and Jake are, I mean, you and Bodhi are going to be good. And, and we're just going to be one happy Cal Fire family, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jake's like, you know, for a probi, you've really got the camaraderie down, <laughs> which is true. She does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's sort of like where we touch on that and everything seems like it's going to be fine for them. Yeah. Cause apparently Gabriella has already started moving her stuff into his place. Yeah, she's like, we're going to go back and we're going to unpack all my stuff and it's going to be, which, it's going to be good. That seems real healthy. When it seems yeah, like you guys like, really haven't had the big discussion you've needed to. You know, Great. It's fine. We're just going to brush it under the rug and move on. That's That always goes well. <laughs> yeah. Just being through a traumatizing yeah. thing of jumping off a bridge and that whole ordeal. And then not yeah. saying, you're, you're nope. saying you're not boyfriend's name as you become conscious again. Yeah, that seems real logical. <laughs> next step, Gabriella. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And so... Then we have a little scene with even Bodie, which I loved because we haven't had, I don't think anything one-on-one with just Mm-mm. the two of them yet. Yeah. It's always been Jake um, included too, which I yeah. don't mind, but it just, it warms my heart. I love it. It was, it was very nice because this was his little sister's best friend. So you got to think that she's probably a little bit like a little sister mm-hmm. to him too. Mm-hmm. And so they have this really nice moment where she's like, Hey, don't go jumping off any more bridges. Like, let's not do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also <laughs> one little brief thing of just happy seeing them in the same firehouse together i just got very like emotional when they started like Bodhi was walking through the firehouse a yeah. little bit and it's just you know it's he kind of thought for a moment of what could have been i think a little bit well he so. was looking at like the lockers where they keep their mm-hmm. stuff and like you know i'm sure because he says in later on in the episode it was the last place he wanted to be as a kid mm-hmm. um but now as an adult you can see him looking at it like I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was it was very, very emotional to just see him observing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Eve teases him a little bit because <laughs> she's talking about training. She's like, I'm gonna kick your butt today. And he's like, But I thought we were just here to train on like tools oh, no. and stuff. She's like, Oh, you're gonna find out. You're yeah. gonna see. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was cute. Um, and so then we um their work they go to their tasks that they were originally supposed to do which is like training on the tools and then they start the other cal fire people they start a controlled fire so that Mm -hmm. they can have show them how to put it out with the extinguishers and um they get to work on that (laughs) 
and there's a big sound like a big crash like and a transformer the, blowing well not just that i mean it yeah. sounds like there's tires squealing too that, and yeah. then like mm-hmm. and then the power goes out and they're like oh there must have been a big accident like yeah it must have taken out a transformer um and so then the power is off at the firehouse which of course means the air conditioner is out as well mm-hmm. um that's always fun <laughs> um and so we've got during all of that in the middle of all of that they talk about charlie and this is the part where as a tv fan the minute they talk about somebody moving on Mm -hmm. and good things happening is when you know oh that character is in trouble and so they make a big deal about saying that uh charlie's getting his early parole Mm -hmm. and in three hours he's done with three rock and he gets to be free and go mm-hmm. do whatever he wants to do and charlie's like yeah i've applied to be a part of the fire service um he's like that i'm gonna get out of here i'm gonna become an actual fireman and i'm gonna see my grandkids um and he's just like very excited and very happy and <laughs> anytime that happens i get really worried <laughs> i know though i did appreciate all the very humorous moments they've hit they gave charlie in this episode oh, yeah. of yeah. like him saying what he's gonna miss the most is Bodie's family so opera did you catch the nickname they gave Bodie's family soap opera? No, what was it? <laughs> Bodie and the Beautiful. <laughs> mm. I thought that was great. That was good. That was that was really good. Yeah, that was what they called it. Bodie and the Beautiful. <laughs> okay. I like it. Can somebody um, please make like a poster with like I'm sorry sorry not sorry but like one of Bodie's like very shirtless pics like in the center of everybody and then everybody else just surrounding him and whatnot make it, just... make it look like the bold and the beautiful yeah. but mm-hmm. Bodie and the beautiful yeah, yeah, we, yeah. That, I agree that needs to happen for sure yeah. um <laughs> anyway that was really funny <laughs> but yeah he got Charlie got some good lines in some mm-hmm. good like hits in on people um yeah so he's very excited and we're very excited for him because we love charlie Mm -hmm. um and you know he's been wanting to go see his grandbabies Mm -hmm. the whole time and so like he's gonna go get to see his grandbabies Mm -hmm. or so we think because then the power comes back on (laughs) and they decide they're gonna go check on the accident because the radio comes back up and reports it Mm -hmm. um the box truck is heading their way or whatever was like the report and so Eve's like well I'm gonna go see what's going on mm-hmm. so she opens the bay door and immediately sees the box truck headed straight for them yeah um and so they all run away as the box truck hits the engine and then they immediately get to work on the aftermath <laughs> because and this was one of the scenes they released for like a sneak peek <laughs> because the box truck hits the engine and the engine hits the area where the controlled burn is, like knocks the hose off of the table and fire goes everywhere and a civilian gets burnt. <laughs> yeah, just the worst domino effect of events. Oh my gosh, in like two seconds. So they have to deal with this, the fire and the civilian that got hurt and then the uh, guy that's driving the truck. And there's just like a lot going on. And so they mm-hmm. get to work on all of that. And Manny talks to the driver of the box truck who hadn't slept in way too long so yeah it seems like he fell asleep at the wheel mm-hmm. and he was honestly try not like he was trying to just lead the scene but he was trying to like finish his job and so he was trying to like reverse the truck get it to go like and all of that and it's just like oh my gosh dude like you gotta relax like you gotta yeah. take care of yourself for a minute 
He's like, I got to finish my deliveries. And they're like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Manny kind of calms him down and talks to him and um, in a way that of course is <laughs> very emotionally honest, if not factually honest, because Manny totally gets it. You need the money. You know, yeah. you, you got to do these things because Manny's got all these people calling him. We see again in this episode, like he's behind on his auto insurance. He's behind on just like everything, his credit mm-hmm. card payments. Um, he has no money to pay things mm-hmm. <laughs> um, at all. <laughs> um, and because of that, I'm sure because of the stress, he hasn't been sleeping. So plus, right. unless he's going out gambling again and staying up all night, which mm-hmm they didn't show us but that doesn't mean it's not happening yeah because um, i know in like a brief conversation he had with eva like he said oh like taking overtime we haven't actually seen him doing like overtime so that's where i believe you know it's he tells eve yeah no more doubles and we're like yeah. you're doing doubles how, like i don't know how he would be doing doubles necessarily so i don't yeah. either i don't either so anyway um but that's that you can see Manny struggle through that situation yeah. in the episode um let's just go ahead and finish out that one because that wasn't like a huge plot um mm-hmm. Eve then talks to him later and is like hey are you okay mm-hmm. he's like yeah you know there's just a lot going on and he feels you know but what happens later is after all this chaos they discover Charlie under the engine um and nobody knew he'd been there mm-hmm. for a long time and so Manny's like I can't believe one of my crew <laughs> Mm-hmm. was in trouble and i didn't know it i didn't immediately know it and mm-hmm. so he feels guilty about that and eve's kind of talking him through it um and then at one point they have a conversation where she asks him how he is and he's like yeah you know i'm i'm, I'm okay and she's like well that advice you gave the driver you might want to take some of it yourself because mm-hmm. you're looking pretty tired mm-hmm. um and he tries to brush it off like it's those double shifts and then eve's like is that all it is really are you sure Mm-hmm. And then she says, you know, um, chief helped me through a lot. So you might want to talk to him. He might be able to help you too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we don't actually see that in the episode, but I have a feeling that's going to come back, um, which will be interesting because we, we've seen chief and, and Manny interact like Vince and Manny interact, but not mm-hmm. on anything beyond their kids are in danger, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so it'll be interesting to see them on a personal level with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of Manny's plot this episode. Yeah. But the, the one thing I do want to mention within that is that I, I still really enjoyed it, at least within the episode in general, we never really had gotten to see very much Manny and Eve interaction True. up until this point a lot of that. and getting to see like they work really well together. And, you know, it was really, I think, honestly, also sweet of not that I don't think Eva's done enough to deserve like praise from Vince or anybody around but like with Manny actually saying like you did a great job today like you were managing my guys when I like I couldn't even do it and so I think I, I loved getting to see like Eve get that praise because it's not something yeah. I feel like she gets it often and he first, yeah go right he ahead. very and I was gonna say he very clearly genuinely appreciated her mm-hmm. um and he made sure she knew it Mm-hmm. which Eve is very capable she's very good at her job so it's mm-hmm. it's really wonderful to see someone um acknowledged mm-hmm. for that and and the fact that I also love the fact that Manny did that because it was his guys his crew mm-hmm. he cares a lot about these inmates mm-hmm. um 
and because he was one, you know, so he, and he knows the sort of judgments that get passed down on them and the way people treat them. And Mm -hmm. I think anybody who treats them with respect and helps him take care of them and cares about them as much as he does is going to get that respect Mm -hmm. from him. And Eve definitely displayed all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And And it makes me wonder if maybe a professional thing down the line, maybe she becomes you know, like oh, a captain for cool. a crew, like a, like yeah. A, for the women's camp, mm-hmm. for the women's camp. I could see that. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, she does, she, and she tells Bodhi this later in the episode where she's like, what I saw was a crew of very talented firefighters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Eve, mm-hmm. I love you so much. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean. Like, I, I just, I could see her doing that of like, and I would love to see that, like go that road because maybe she gets, we get to see more interaction with her and Manny of saying like, how do, how would I go from here to doing that, you know, eventually. And I just, I feel like that could be just like a really good journey for her. And I would really love to see that. Yeah. That would, I mean, I think there's a lot of possibilities with Eve and that's a good one for sure. Um, But yeah, I did love all the Manny and Eve interactions this episode. Mm-hmm. Those were good. And mm-hmm. I did love seeing a character take a moment to be like, Hey, I want you to know that I appreciate what you did because mm-hmm. um, that just doesn't happen a whole lot because episodes are so fast paced. Oh, you know, yeah. In general, there's really not enough time to stop, to have the character stop and be like, you're mm-hmm. good at this, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, unless it's directly related to the plot that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then um, you had Bodhi's sort of internal struggle this episode Mm -hmm. was like him struggling with his family legacy versus what he wants to do and what's happening with his life right now Mm -hmm. and you know dealing with the events of the premiere um the winter premiere and everything um and I loved that it became a plot about him accepting his past and Mm -hmm. who he is and the fact that he has changed but not ignoring who he used to be. Um, I really liked that, that it became like this introspective thing Mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And every discussion he had with everybody sort of gave him a little more insight into who he wanted to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And when he's talking to Charlie, because Charlie gets trapped under the engine um, and he's trying to calm him down because Charlie's like, it's hopeless. I'm never getting out of here. I'm not going to become a firefighter like none Mm -hmm. of this stuff is going to happen for me and Bodhi gets really vulnerable with him for a minute and is like hey when I was a kid you know this was the last place I wanted to be Mm -hmm. um and he talks about how he really just wanted his death approval and he wanted to be good at something and um he felt like you know this place was it's too hard for him to be good at it and you know all this he just has this like really vulnerable moment Mm -hmm. um and Vince overhears it like I saw Vince walk up behind him and I love that I just kind of still stayed on Bodhi the whole time but you could tell it was Vince and uh-huh. you could just tell like even with like Vince being blurry in the background you could tell he was listening you know on what uh-huh. Bodhi was saying and was right like, and they show a moment where he like looks at Bodhi and then he just kind of like politely walks away like I don't mm-hmm. want to invade your privacy so we're just gonna <laughs> we'll talk about it later <laughs> yeah um and they do talk about it later. And I love Vince also, like Manny did with Eve, takes a moment to talk to Bodhi and be like, you know, because he has to go help Sharon. So he's like, do you need my help? And Bodhi's like, no, no, you stay here. You help them. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you make me proud. Mm-hmm. 
and like they have this moment where he's like you know I heard you earlier and I heard what you were saying and I just want to let you know that you know I think you're doing a really good job Mm -hmm. I think you're really good at this and you just you're making me very proud Mm -hmm. and that moment between the two of them was just so nice because we've come so far from episode one already (laughs) so far um for both characters you know like Bodhi feels like he's finding himself and and where he belongs and who he wants to be and Mm -hmm. Vince is letting go of the past and realizing that he's got a pretty good kid you know Mm -hmm. like he's for everything that Bodhi's faced he's Mm -hmm. doing really great um and he's realizing that Sharon's right you know he needs a little encouragement he needs support Mm um and so I liked that side of the plot for sure um I thought that was great to can it was a great continuation from the previous episode Mm -hmm. where Vince acknowledged like I turned him into the bad guy he was never truly the bad guy Mm -hmm. um yeah and so that's what i'm saying like this may sort of be a filler episode but it has enough growth and continuation mm-hmm. of character development that it didn't feel like one mm-hmm. um so we had that moment and then at the end of the episode mm-hmm. because he tells him okay vince tells him he's like you know you might want to change the name on your hat because i don't know who donovan is mm-hmm. and the minute that happened i was like oh no don't know because I cannot keep a straight face through the name Bodie Leone I'm sorry (laughs) because it rhymes okay Bodie Leone is just it sounds like the name of a character from a children's book or a comic book or something yeah (laughs) I can see it yeah and I laugh every time I say it but the minute he said that I knew like okay he's gonna Mm -hmm. go back to using his actual name he's Mm -hmm. gonna stop being Bodie Donovan Mm-hmm. It's start being Bodie Leone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't, I can't not laugh. Oh gosh. Um, <clears throat> because they had that discussion. And then at the end of the episode, he does, he, cause he struggles with, well, these guys know me as Bodie Donovan or what's mm-hmm. going to happen, you know, when I suddenly change and basically he comes to the conclusion, it doesn't matter. This is his family. He's proud of where he comes from and what they do. And he wants mm-hmm. to be a part of it. And so he tells everybody, you know, I, I'm Leone. It's Bodie Leone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's his name is is now officially Bodie Leone. <laughs> I'm trying maybe, really hard not to laugh. It'll be a, like exposure therapy. We'll say it enough that maybe <laughs> over time it'll kind of not make you laugh as much. Well, it just became like a joke between me and my friend Katie, where she's like, "Yeah, no wonder he changed his name. They named him Bodie Leone." <laughs> yeah, it's it's not what I would name a child, but uh, you know, I don't know. Oh god. Okay, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so officially now he's going by Leone again, which is mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Emotionally nice, even if mm-hmm. I want to laugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that was his journey in the episode. Um, and then we have, we'll get to the Jake and Gabriella stuff in a minute, but Charlie mm-hmm. has an, an emotional journey in this episode too. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. Because um, we start out the episode so excited, like he's going to get out. He has all these plans and these ideas and who mm-hmm. he wants to be. Um, and then he gets stuck under the truck and he has this moment where he thinks like, it's all over. He's going to lose the leg. He's not going to be able to be a firefighter. And he's just so sweet. Cause he's like, I need to be something else for my grandkids. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I need to be grandpa, the firefighter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, 
-hmm. like I just I love him so much oh my gosh um we don't deserve Charlie I know he's so good and I wonder because anyway so basically in the end they get him out but they're afraid that it the truck like was stopping the bleeding because it was like putting mm-hmm. pressure and when they Temporary. moved the truck he was gonna like yep. bleed out and die in minutes so that was very stressful but he's he in the end he was critical but he was alive and so they needed to get him to the hospital um and they do this like little ceremony thing when he's in the ambulance manny kind of leads <gasps> it of like him graduating and i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm so emotional i'm a mess well he graduated the program We've been trained to think like when it's foreshadowing, like they did with Charlie, he's going to die like that. We've just been exposed so many times to like that same thought process and it not be a good ending. I know. And they kept saying that in the episode too. Like, is he going to die? Is he going to die? And everybody was like, no, no, he's not going to die. He's not going to die before he gets out of here. And I was like, I appreciate the commitment, but I hope what you're saying is true. I know. I know. (laughs) And it was true. Thank God. Yeah, I know. Which, oh, (laughs) like, whew. It was close though. I was like, please. Well, and like, once they got him out and he still passed out, I was just like, oh, like, don't let it be that they've done all this work to get him out and then he dies. And then once again, Charlie still came back back with the jokes of like, oh, it's you. Oh, Cody. it's and you. I, I, love, I love Charlie. He's so funny. Uh, yeah. So he gave him a thumbs up too, like at mm-hmm. the end. So as far as we can tell, he's going to be okay. And he's going to keep his leg and so I hope that he's still on the show. Like I hope they're actually going to have him. I know be a part of the fire service, so we can see him. I know, like we don't have to see him all the time, but at least let me see him once in a while and know he's doing well. And like mm-hmm. he gets to see his grandkids. You know, like I want to know that he's okay. He's a part of my family now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> anyway, so but the graduation thing, I was like, oh my gosh, if this ever happens for like Freddie or Bodie, I'm just gonna like. I mean, curl up in a ball and I, just like cry. <laughs> even though the Bodie Leone made me giggle, it, it still warmed my heart. And I was tearing up a little bit, like of Bodie declaring, like, no, like I'm Leone. Like that got to me. And then mm-hmm. the whole Charlie thing just also added on top of it. So I was crying a lot near the, like, the end of this episode. Yeah. I just was not thinking we were, like, all of these, like, wonderful things were going to happen. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I want to bring up is that I had a moment in the episode where I was like, oh, Freddie's, like, really good at this. Mm-hmm. Because he was helping Jake, um, like, put the stint on Charlie's leg and, like, wrap everything. And mm-hmm. he was, like, there and on it every time. Um, and there was no question from Jake, like, oh, you did that wrong. Oh, it needs mm-hmm. to be like this. It was like, Jake said it, he did it. Um, and every throughout, and I realized throughout the whole episode, that's what it was. Like, Freddie was on it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so concerned for Charlie. And I'm like, I'm just like, really proud of everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really love, I love Freddie. And I love Charlie. And I love Bodie. And like, Anybody that I get attached to on the Three Rock crew, I just want them to succeed and mm-hmm. and do really well. Mm-hmm. And okay. Freddie did this episode, so I do hope, like like I hope with Charlie, that when the time comes for Freddie to get his release or whatever, that like he stays on and we get to keep up with him and what happens mm-hmm. with him. Because um, I really like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that. That's sort of the three rock side of this. We've covered that. And then the big thing in the firehouse still is Gabriella. So she helps the civilian with the burn on her arm. Mm-hmm. She's like helping her bandage it. Um, 
and the woman talks about aren't you that like Olympic diver and she's Mm -hmm. like yes that was me in another life and she's like wow you're really brave and she's like she has to brush it off and the lady's like no no I mean you you switched careers Mm -hmm. just like that and you're pursuing what you want to pursue that's really brave she said I did I'm only just now doing that (laughs) and you're so Mm -hmm. much younger than me like I wish I'd have been more like you and followed my heart back then Mm -hmm. and you can see like the little warning bells going off in Gabriella's head where she's like oh no oh no so then they her she pulls jake aside later in the episode and they actually talk about it Mm -hmm. and at first i'm thinking it's not going to be a big deal that she's just again going to double down yeah and then for me though it's when gabrielle was still talking to the victim though of like oh so you're following your heart and then she's like, well, not, I mean, I don't know about, like, they also somehow got oh, on the yeah. subject of, like, their personal life. No, she, because that's what Gabriella said. She was like, yeah. you may think, like, I have it all together and mm-hmm. I'm fearless with my professional life, but not mm-hmm. so much with my personal life. Mm-hmm. Gabriella brought it up. That's, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, boy, this is going to be messy. <laughs> yeah. And so then she and Jake have a talk and it starts out with, like, all the good things that Jake has done with her for her. He's been there for her, supported her, cheered mm-hmm. her on. Um, and she really does love him. And she says, which is what makes this so hard. And yeah. I was like, it's happening. Yeah. Well, oh it's because as soon as she said she loves him, but she didn't say like, I mean, for me, it's like, it's not semantics, but like, she didn't say like in love, like, yeah. So. Right. So, yeah yeah and so then she kind of gets a little clumsy because she brings up Bodie and she's like but I do have feelings for Bodie and she's like and it doesn't even make sense because it's not like I want to pursue anything with him it's not like I want to be with him and Jake's like I I don't want to debate whether or not you should date Bodie she's like yeah no no I only bring it up so you know I'm not just gonna like jump to another guy like I'm not doing this so that I can be with Bodie I'm doing Mm -hmm. this because it's not fair to you Mm -hmm. that if I have feelings for Bodie that I'm still with you Mm -hmm. um and then Jake's like this sucks (laughs) he's like I Mm -hmm. hate this and I'm like you know too bad so sad my dude I I really don't have a whole lot of sympathy for you because you're on my shit list I'm just I'm sorry (laughs) um (laughs) yeah so that relationship's over which makes me wonder if the bank took Manny's house where's Gabriella gonna live (laughs) we're I think we're gonna find out maybe she bunks with Eve now I don't know uh, well Eve did say she wanted a roommate yeah that's true that was I'm a possibility I like it me too I think that would be great um so that was like the big big moment in the episode where it's like finally like I've been waiting for these two to break up and like know, here we are I can't believe we actually got a breakup of like for how far <laughs> we've come since episode one I was not right we were gonna... this felt like almost like this would be like two seasons worth of a relationship like, right or at, at least, least the rest of this season. Yeah, at least you know? one. At least yeah. one. But yeah. no, we're ten episodes and in, and at least for now yeah. they've broken up. Right. And it's not to say they won't get back together because we don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said for you know. now. For now, we're yeah. <laughs> um. So that's all the firehouse stuff. Mm-hmm. Then we had Sharon and Kara at the house, which I thought this was so interesting. I, I loved. I, I really did love it um, because Sharon's at home during her, doing her dialysis mm-hmm. and. Kara comes over to give her soup and Sharon has like no patience with her really she's like 
well, I have kidney failure, not the flu, but thank you for the soup. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this poor girl, she's just trying to be nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then she leaves and she leaves right before the power goes out. So, and then Sharon's dialysis stops. Like Ooh. she can't do it anymore because her power's out. Um, and then several minutes later, the sort of like what they imply, Kara comes back and she's doesn't look good. She doesn't look no. good at all. And then that's when she shows Sharon like on her side and she's explaining, she's like, the power was out. And like, I went to unplug my laptop and the cord just like popped. Um, yeah. And like hit mm -hmm. me and... Mm -hmm. Sharon's like oh you have an electrical burn mm -hmm. <laughs> like you were basically electrocuted like you're mm -hmm. lucky to be alive yeah and so they start addressing the electrical burn and they're talking while they're doing it um and of course the power is off so the AC's out so they're also really uncomfortably hot mm -hmm. um <clears throat> and so she Kara is like you know we used to be really close and we used to like joke with each other and mm -hmm. now you just treat me like anybody else in town. And like, I really don't like the politeness. The politeness really gets to me. Mm -hmm. And Sharon says, well, you know, it kind of bothered me how quickly you broke up with Bodie after his injury and when he could no longer play baseball. Mm -hmm. And Kara's like, is that what Bodie told you? And then it like cuts and you're like, uh-oh. Which... <laughs> We hadn't gotten many details, but I color me super surprised and I'm, I can't see it on my face, everybody. It feels very sharp. That was a very sharp meant to come very, across very sarcastically because boy, oh boy, a teenage boy lying. That's not super surprising <laughs> at all, isn't it? I think Sharon, though, has this idea that her and Bodhi tell each other everything. Yeah, you know, like he's, she, he's a mama's boy. Yeah. Right, right. So we come back to them um, and... I've, I've loved that they were <laughs> noticing how bad each other was. It was like, you know, you don't look good. Yeah. You don't look good. Either. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this exchange. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I thought that was great. Mm -hmm. um, anyway. So they started talking about the breakup, which is, you know, more the point of all of this happening. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, I had my entire future tied up in Bodhi. I thought we were going to travel mm -hmm. together and be together forever. And, so I kind of put off what I wanted to do to be with him. And then he broke up with me. Mm -hmm. She said, so then I decided I was going to do what I wanted to do and rediscover what I was passionate about. And so we find out she's studying to be an ER nurse, which by the way, earlier in the episode, Vince threw out a line about how he's tried to convince the board that the house needs its own ambulance. And then Kara says this thing about training to be an ER nurse. And I'm like, are they setting up? like a in-house paramedic yeah which i mean we'll still get there because there's a funny moment at the end but yeah keep keep uh, yeah well no i'm saying i'm wondering if they're setting that up for Kara. Mm -hmm. oh yeah no i can definitely see that anyway so but sharon finds that out and she's like well that is not at all what i know of the history <laughs> she's like i did not know that yeah. once <laughs> um, again so her boy lying hmm. right huh. oh great uh, that's not what i thought happened um and so they kind of have like this bonding experience through their emergencies and through mm -hmm. the truth about Bodhi. Um, and then Sharon's really not doing good because she's mm -hmm. like having some problems. But then all of a sudden, Kara is like, okay, my, my left arm, my left arm feels really, it hurts. There's like mm -hmm. shooting pains in my left arm. This is not good. So Sharon starts looking again 
and there's an exit wound on her. <laughs> and then it's like all of a sudden she starts having a heart attack. But I love Kara's like, I'm 29. I can't be having a heart attack. Yeah, well, when you have an electrical current pass through your body through important areas like that, well, unfortunately, does not age does not matter. <laughs> I just love that she said that she was like, I'm 29. I know. I know. It was cute. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so Sharon like gets her out on the floor and starts doing CPR, which she's already, you know, tired not and doing stressed yeah. and not doing great. CPR is really strenuous. Um, and so after she revives Kara, it's Sharon gets really groggy, like almost mm-hmm. drunk. <laughs> uh-huh. She's like crawling around on the floor. <laughs> And like, she's telling Kara, she's like, so I'm going to pass out, but Mm -hmm. it's okay. It's happened before. I just need you to like prop my feet up and make sure my airway stays clear. Yeah. And Kara's like, okay. Yeah. We're both like in really bad shape. And the whole time, this theme of like, where's the ambulance? Where's the ambulance? Mm -hmm. The ambulance should be here. Where are the medics? That was, they kept saying that to each other Mm -hmm. back and forth. And then Vince calls when they've sorted out everything at the firehouse and uh-huh. Sharon tells him what's going on. She's like, you know, the, the paramedics aren't still here. There's no ambulance here or anything. She gives him an update on what they're doing. And Vince is like, CPR is really strenuous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But the, my favorite thing though, when they started the call, they're on speaker and she tells him that Kara's there and he's like, heartbreaker, Kara. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sharon's like, oh, that's great. We're on speaker phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Car's like, hi, Mr. L. Yep. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, <laughs> anyway. I enjoyed it immensely. So she tells him what's going on. <laughs> and then she tells him, she's like, whenever the ambulance gets here, I'll hop in with her. They owe me that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when they get off the phone, Vince grabs some guys and they come that way with the engine um, to help. And <laughs> I love like, the next time we see the house, it's just Vince and Sharon because mm-hmm. Vince had Kara sent on ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're talking and he's like, so we like Kara now? And Sharon's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Bodhi lied about that breakup. He lied, he lied a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, maybe I'm not giving him room to make mistakes. I don't know. I think I need to listen more. Yeah. And she's like half drunk basically when she's saying this and Vince is like, I mean, I don't want to agree, but I agree Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because she does tend to cover up his mistakes and help him fix them as opposed to let him deal with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I think that's the conclusion is like, he lied and said like she broke up with him so that he wouldn't have to admit he made a mistake and broke up with her, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, Which even through all that though, I was very, um, I liked the revelation though, like of Bodhi wanting like learning more about like Bodhi's like history a little um, bit more and him. wanting to get his I hate to say like get his father's love but it's like it's hard when you grow up to be like loving your I hate to say like being that mama's boy but like he has he's always had that special relationship with his mom and knowing that you know when he lost baseball because that was the way to get to know his dad because at that you know at that point in his life the firehouse was too lofty of a goal so getting it through that affection through baseball was something he like loved dearly and so when he did lose it it was something that broke him obviously right well it was like he was intimidated by Mm -hmm. being the third generation or fourth whatever generation Mm -hmm. of cal fire and 
So, but he knew his dad loved baseball. So that was like the natural next step was like, okay, I'm going to bond with him over baseball. Mm -hmm. And that became his entire identity. And of Mm -hmm. course, when you lose something that becomes your personality, you know, it is, it's going to break you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I do love that Sharon didn't quite realize that until she had that discussion with Kara. Mm -hmm. So it is sort of interesting that like Kara kind of knew Bodhi a little better um, than Mm -hmm. they did. And they didn't realize that. So they have that whole discussion about it. Mm -hmm. And then while they're talking about that and waiting for the medics, (laughs) this part cracked me up. The medics arrive and both Vince and Sharon Uh turn around. And Sharon is still like, like, where were you guys? And it's the Sharon being like the groggy kind of drunk, like, and just like the shame on you and like shame, she's, shame. She's like pointing at them. She's like, that response time was terrible. It was awful. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to blame the paramedics in that situation. Cause I mean, they're dispatched to like go where they're supposed to go, but it was just really funny to have her be so, like so groggy like, and be mad at them like, like that. Pointing a finger and just being like that response time was terrible. Cause that's what she's needing to focus on it in that exact moment is not to get to that, <laughs> not to just let them do the job, but to tell them bad response time. Well, she's still like a, a boss, oh, you yeah. know, like oh, yeah. she may not be working right now. She's yeah. Still a boss. Mm-hmm. So that was really funny. Yeah. Um, Which I like you said, I feel like maybe these hopefully with now season two, you know, I really hope maybe they do eventually get into having the firehouse having their own ambulance, which it feels like that's very much needed. I think they're setting it up. It definitely sounds yeah. like they're setting it up. Um, with the response time crack, with like Vince mentioning like he's tried to talk to the board that they need their own ambulance. Yeah. You know, with them setting up Kara as studying nursing. Which even, I feel like with Gabriella too, of in the last episode of, I mean, Gabriella is still fairly new and she still had to perform like that fasciotomy. That's not something necessarily that a firefighter should have to know how to do. And so well, maybe- out West, it's a little yeah. different. Well, yeah. I, remember I study, okay. Yeah. I'm one of those writers that when I write things, I do a lot of research. <laughs> and so I wrote a story about- um how the fire service works in Oregon, which is not that far from, you know, Mm -hmm. and they, their firefighters are trained as medics because they do majority of the calls they respond to are medical emergencies. So I'm sure it's probably the same thing for them, but having an ambulance service would allow them to focus Uh on firefighting. Uh Like Um, it's not bad that they can and are trained to do it, but like you said, it's that balance of they're there to do the one job, which is, I mean, it's just still, it, it would help them so much more if they yeah. had another trained professional to right. focus on the medical and aspect. I, I think that's what they're setting up too. Uh-huh. It sounds like they are. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but that was that episode and it was really good. I felt like it was a really strong episode. Like I said, I loved the Sharon and Kara part and I was, mm-hmm. I love Kara already um, just because she seems just sweet and genuine mm-hmm. and like, she, mm-hmm. you know, has a great respect for uh, Vince and Sharon. Mm-hmm. And I love that she calls them Mr. and Mrs. L. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's who they, I just think that's so sweet. She's she's typical girl next door type, which I'm mm-hmm. here for. I, you know, you know me. I love girl next door types. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, mm-hmm. my favorite characters on most shows are like Sylvie Brett or uh, Donna on the West Wing. Or, you know, they're mm-hmm. like the girl next door types um so anyway um so I'm excited to get to know her more uh as we go because she's going to be in at least the next two seems like Mm -hmm. which 
from the next episode some of those promo shots are with her and jake at oh my gosh yes so now that we know about the breakup i went and back and looked at the promo shots and i sent one to kim because i was like it's jake and cara at Smokies, at the mm-hmm. sitting in the bar stools, and their legs are kind of like tangled together. Yeah, a which bit. Uh, like there's a, there could be a whole. I think there probably could be a, is or could be a whole book on just like the language of like people's legs touching one another mm-hmm. and like yeah. th- what that could mean because like, like the body I, language. I, I mean, their their seats are torn toward each mm-hmm. other. They're like sitting really close together at the bar. Their thighs are like slotted together, mm-hmm. like in their knees and everything. And it's like very much like flirty body language. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? I don't think it's gonna take Jake that long to uh move no. on, you guys. No. It's just the theory. It's just I'm just saying. <laughs> kind of looks like there might be a little jake cara action going on um which this show man they it's messy and i'm here for it mm-hmm. let's just go let's just go with the mess i'm fine mm-hmm. i'm hoping i'll like jake a lot more now that there's no jake and gabriel <laughs> yeah i mean i just you know i still wonder though maybe, maybe there's some history with jake and Cara that we don't know about yet no i don't know but I will say I'm ready for Jake to get past this crap with Bodie. I'm ready for them to like be friends because I'm tired yeah. of him constantly like reminding Bodie that he's a loose cannon finger yeah. Um Yeah. So if the show can move past that with Jake, I think I'll like him a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get him past all that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe mm-hmm. breaking up with Gabriella is the secret to all that. Maybe if Gabriella is no longer in between them, it becomes a totally different thing. I don't know. God, I, I hope so. We'll find out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready for Jake to move past that. Let's get mm-hmm. past the the focus on Bodie and all of that. Let's just mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but I think we had two really great episodes and I'm excited for next week's episode and the special episode on the 29th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am curious as to whether or not, because that episode is on a Sunday, are we going to have, I know we're not having one that Friday. Are we going to have one in the first Friday in February? I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out soon, but I'm just yeah. like, is that going to throw us off for two weeks because it's on a Sunday? We'll figure it out. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but I am like, I feel like the show is only getting better. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just well, it getting better and better. It, it doesn't feel daunting when you know there's going to be a season two. It just, yeah. it, cause like you're, you're holding with a bated breath of if you don't find out that there's a season two of like oh what does this interaction mean what could that have an impact on the finale and all and and so it's just one of those things that kind of it's like a dark cloud that hangs over your head when you're just waiting for that renewal notice and now that we have it it's just like it'll play out right because if the season ends on a cliffhanger and you don't get any more of it Mm -hmm. you're like well now i'm never gonna know yeah what happened or what was gonna happen um and we're not gonna come up against that issue so Mm -hmm we're set Mm -hmm. at least until the end of season two yeah (laughs) and then we'll see what happens (laughs) but I will say I was looking at the numbers for fire country Mm -hmm. and week before last because I haven't looked at this week's numbers week before last it got into one Chicago number territory nice I know it beat blue bloods blue bloods is like the top show on Fridays y'all like in the demo numbers wise and the audience wise blue bloods is like the show on friday nights and Ooh. fire country netted more in total numbers and the demo than blue bloods i know they're on the same <laughs> network i'm just saying 
yeah but that's a big yeah. deal because for the last forever blue bloods has been like the top rated show on friday night okay and on a friday hitting one chicago numbers is impressive because mm-hmm. nobody watches tv on friday at least mm-hmm. that's been the story cbs has us. done really good well right and cbs has done really good at keeping like a solid friday lineup oh yeah but normally friday nights don't hit one chicago numbers Mm-mm. and fire country did so i'm very excited mm-hmm. <laughs> i think this is going to be if the numbers continue into season two which i don't know why they wouldn't because this is a mm-hmm. very good show Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get several seasons out of this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like CBS knows it already. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see like where the rest of the season goes, where season two goes. Mm-hmm. I can't well, wait to like be on this journey with you guys covering mm-hmm. this show for a long time to come. Mm-hmm. Well, we even feel like really lucky because next week we get to hear Billy Burke sing. Right. That's crazy. Like, I'm so excited. Excuse me? Like, I, I just, I love that it's just not necessarily anything. Like, we don't get to have that, that happen on many other shows. Uh, I just get giddy when it's, like, different stuff that it doesn't feel like it's kitschy or, or like, dumb or in any way. Like, it feels like it's just part of the story, but it's just, it's cool to get to see something different. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's, it's Billy Burke's own song. Like, it's an mm-hmm. original song by Billy Burke that he's mm-hmm. going to perform next week. So that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I also love a show that can in embrace like the things that their actors are good at mm-hmm. and incorporate them into the show I think that's mm-hmm. it's fun you mm-hmm. know so um I'm very excited next week's episode is intriguing to me because it's called mama bear and oh. we all know sharing the mama speech. bears yes right and I'm so excited I cannot wait mm-hmm. um because I love Sharon and there was a clip in the promo of her wearing like the motorcycle jacket mm-hmm the like um, and I anytime Sharon's on that motorcycle I love it it's just uh, also it's anytime like obviously if Sharon tends to be heavily involved it's Vince is involved and I just I just still love their dynamic like nothing else and so yeah well that ship's so funny you know like everybody does like the year in review in December of like the best ships and Vince and Sharon were on those lists so exciting which Um, they should be because that's I mean I we're both in our th- I'm, and it's still hard for me to say this now like I'm in my 30s now of like the, a lot of those lists do tend to be just like the younger ships which you know I mean we're as you go through life you have those ones that you like having at your age but those who are you know still naturally they're they're still young young and alive and being fantastic well, it's also yeah it's also really interesting because they're a married couple most yeah. of the time the ships that are on those lists are like slow burns or on again mm-hmm. off again mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know the typical ship tropes and mm-hmm. this is like a married couple that works through their problems mm-hmm. and they're not like perfect they have well, issues. Means, no they have yeah. flaws they have hang-ups but they deal with them together mm-hmm. and they don't deal with them immediately sometimes you know they don't both come home anytime there's a fight you know it's it's a very complicated dynamic that I think the show does really well with exploring Mm -hmm. in a healthy way Mm -hmm. um and so it is really gratifying to see them on those lists because they are such a different kind of couple Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean I agree I think they belong on those lists and I'm very I was very excited to see them Mm -hmm. on like a top ship list Mm -hmm. um yeah the other thing that we forgot to mention in this episode we find out that sharon is a is now transplant eligible yes woo, woo. which we've been saying a transplant was going to be a plot that they'd explore mm-hmm. <laughs> and here we are 
Um, <laughs> so we'll see. I'll be surprised if like the finale doesn't have something to do with a transplant. I know. Some kind. Um, I'll be very surprised. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. But I am super excited now. Like, I'm very intrigued by two pink lines. Like, I'm. can we get to that episode already? Because I need answers. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. We'll see. But as always, you guys, if you want the latest information as we get it, follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all those places. <laughs> we have those and then you can always email us which we do have some emails which we'll get to in just a second mm-hmm. um you can always email us at podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com um if you have thoughts uh and we will be happy to read them i love like discussing things with you guys whether that's on twitter instagram um through emails through the show whatever it is we love having these conversations so please keep the stuff coming and follow us. Um, hopefully we uh, will remember <laughs> to read those. We try to. Um, oh yeah. We have two emails from Megan and two emails from Helene. Aww. So um, we'll get to those now, but yeah, just follow us everywhere. Follow us everywhere and uh, keep the conversation going. Okay. So Let's start with 109 thoughts from Megan. Um, She says, first of all, I'm so happy that the show is getting a season two. I actually felt relieved when I saw the announcement, to be honest. Us too. Mm -hmm. Megan, definitely. She says, "Uh, normally I don't condone violence, but I will make an exception in this instance. Someone needs to punch Jake again. (laughs) She puts in quotes, should have sent him back to prison when I had the chance. And she goes, who says that? In all caps. Mm we were served with a lot of great Bodiella content in this episode, and I can't wait to see how everything that happened will progress their relationship in the future. And then she says, kudos to Freddie for being the MVP of this episode. The lightning in a brush fire scenario was genius. Protect him at all costs. <laughs> um, let's see. And then Helene. Ooh, as usual, her email is very long. <laughs> um, let's let me go through this here and see. Um, she says, first of all, happy new year to both of you. Oh, happy new year to you. Um, she says, may your 2023 be filled with lots of in-game chips, soulmate shit moments and happily ever afters and fantastic TV. <laughs> That's a great, I love that. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, yours too, Helene. I hope, mm-hmm. um, let's see. She says, I wouldn't rate it quite as high as 108, but it's pretty high on my list. Was it predictable and a little cheesy at times? Yeah, there's no denying that, but did it make it any less enjoyable? Nope, not one bit. <laughs> okay, she says, Gabriella jumping after Bodie wasn't exactly realistic. I mean, that's one hell of a fall, but if anyone was going to jump, it might as well be the Olympic diver. The fact that neither she nor Bodie got any injury from the fall itself is nothing short of miraculous. The correct ribs Bodie sustained were from CPR, which, by the way, I'd like to see depicted somewhat realistically in a TV show at some point. <laughs> Jesus, Gab's weak-ass chest compressions wouldn't have uh, massaged an infant's heart, let alone a tank of man like Bodie. <laughs> Don't get me started on compression breath ratio, but, but I digress. Oh man, I love I love the medical commentary because I know nothing, so I just accept all of it. Yeah, TV magic. 
<laughs> she says, but you know what? I'm willing to suspend disbelief because everything that it brought us brought was worth it. Um, let's see. She says, first of all, I'd like to take a moment to fully appreciate not only our beloved Smedium shirt, but the wet Smedium shirt clinging to Bodhi's chest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it was very pretty. It was a good sight to see not just the Smedium shirt, but the wet Smedium shirt. You are correct. <laughs> um, she says, the Bodhiella content was glorious. Does mouth to mouth count as a first kiss? <laughs> Maybe not, but I'll take it until we can get a real one. I'll take it like 0.5 of a kiss because that's yeah. happened for other ships. I'll still count. Lips are still touching lips. I'll take it at like a 0.5, not a full point. But <laughs> a I'll take 5. it. I like it. 0.5. It's a 0.5 of a kiss. It's a half yeah. of a kiss. <laughs> Let's see. She says, but also all the physical content. Gabriella embracing Bodhi to try to warm him up. Bodhi helping her to her feet. And then Gabriella suggesting they huddle for some body heat. Um, and she goes, the chemistry. And then she says, of course, they're interrupted. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um she talks about meg she says i did feel sorry for her and let's face it the fact that she called Bodie and gabriella a couple had a big influence on my opinion of her <laughs> um she says the inquiry itself was pure bullshit why was Bodie to be blamed for meg's death if it had been someone involved in the search for him and gabriella then yes they would have had a point but if anything Bodie and gabriella gave meg her best chance Without them, she'd have been incapacitated alone in the woods with no one looking out for her and would have died anyway, either from her injuries, exposure, or wildlife. The fact that he left Meg behind to carry Gabriella to safety, even if his reasoning was more personal than professional, that's basic triage. The most emergent case gets help. Meg was injured but stable. Gabriella was in respiratory arrest. How the hell was Bodhi supposed to know Meg was bleeding internally? He might be built like Superman, but he doesn't have x-ray vision. <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> she says well as it turns out everyone but jake when i'll get to him later <laughs> wait what did she say oh after all who cares about an inmate firefighter right and then she says well as it turns out everyone but jake <laughs> um they all look appalled when the ia officer tells them Bodie is going down for this especially sharon and vince shout out to billy and diane who has always killed it um, the way Sharon and Vince react when they see Bodie appear was some stellar acting. Oh yeah, when he comes out of the woods and they're right there, Sharon like screamed. It was like slow motion and no audio, but you could see on uh, on um, Diane's face the like joy. It was great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Vince opening up to Meg's family about losing a child and understanding their pain brought tears to my eyes and ultimately it saves Bodie's place at fire camp. At least I assume it does. Let's see. And finally we get to Jake. Just when I think the man cannot climb any higher on my shit list, he finds a way to outdo himself. That's how I feel about him. Yep. I totally <sighs> get it. He's so far up there now. He might as well establish the first human colony on Mars. <laughs> Oh, I got such intense satisfaction from the scene where Rebecca spills the beans about how close Bodie and Gabriella are and the scene where Gabriella wakes up and calls for Bodie when Jake is right above her. Seriously, seeing Jake seething with jealousy were probably my favorite moments of the episode. <laughs> Same. It was mm -hmm. so satisfying. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Overall, a solid episode, and I just want more of this show on my screen ASAP. Let's see. And then we have Megan's thoughts on 110. She says, 
uh, here she says, even Bodhi's friendship is something I'd like to see more of us too. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. scenes in this episode were great. And I agree with her about Bodhi belonging at Cal Fire. Also, Manny should take Eve's advice and call on Vince for help about his financial troubles. I also hope that he tells Gabriella about what's been going on because she deserves to know. Finally, which I agree with that. Gabriella does deserve to know. I think Manny needs to get somebody to help him out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, I was waiting for the breakup between Jake and Gabriella to happen, but I wasn't expecting her to blurt out that she has feelings for Bodie right then and there. I did like that their conversation didn't resort to yelling. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jake was upset, but he didn't really take it out on her, which is good. That's her. It's, I still have to believe. I mean, I, Jake has said all these times, like he loves Gabriella. He loves her. But do I ever believe he was in it a hundred percent? I. You want, I it does make you wonder, does he love her or did he just convince himself he loves her? Because did he love the idea of loving her? Right. Let's see. And then um, she says, I like Kara. She did a great job helping Sharon out and keeping her calm while she was dealing with her own injuries. However, now that she's back in the picture, I wonder how that's going to complicate things between Bodiella. It's a good question. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm sure next episode we'll probably get more of how Kara fits in now with everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the entire episode, I was stressed as fuck when Charlie was trapped under the truck. I was bracing for the worst. She says in parentheses, you can thank one Chicago for that one. Yeah, that's where we got it from too. Yep. Megan. We're totally there with you. <laughs> one Chicago has like brainwashed us into thinking that happiness means death. Basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Um, she says, but I am so glad that it didn't end in tragedy and that Charlie ended up okay. We are too. I'm glad that he actually graduated and gets to go to his family now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Now here's Helene's. I'm going to do the same thing where I kind of scan through it. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. She says, before I get into my thoughts on 110, someone in the group chat mentioned that Kayla Zander, who played Aiden in the show, um, is on the recruit. They pointed out it's very possible that she was hired for the first few episodes before the full season was ordered and was unavailable to come back for more after that. If that's the case, we might've seen the last of Aiden, though I really hope she'll pop up every now and then. If not, I'm sad, but very happy for Kayla. I haven't watched the show, but I wish her the best. Yeah, so I don't know if we've talked about it, but I have thought it. Um, Alexi Hawley, who does The Rookie for ABC, he has Mm -hmm. a new show on Netflix called The Recruit. Kayla Zander, who played Aiden, is on that show. Um, and so I did think when that show came out, maybe she left Fire Country to do that show. Um, and that's what she's saying here. It's, it's probably fairly accurate. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, depending, that show seems to film in LA and Fire Country films in Canada. So she can't be in both places at once. So it just depends on that schedule. But yeah, mm-hmm. that might have something to do with it for sure. Um, which I do miss Aiden, but it was early enough in the show that it's it's okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's okay at least it's not like you know eight seasons in or something and i'm uh-huh. super attached to her uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not you know jesse spencer leaving chicago fire it's fine oh god that still hurts me um okay and then she says on to the episode she says this episode was entirely too stressful for my poor traumatized soul does fire country usually break my heart no am i still scarred and <laughs> dealing with trust issues from chicago fire mm-hmm. absolutely and lutely again yes that's where kim and i get our issues as well. mm-hmm. 
I have no doubt there will be some difficult moments on Fire Country at some point. Every show has them, but can it wait a little? I'm not ready to lose anyone. Same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Needless to say, I'm so glad Charlie is fine. Seriously, killing him hours away from his parole would have been cruel. It's a relief that they didn't decide to go that way. Not just because I got really attached to Charlie, but because it's a sign that they're, in parentheses, probably not the kind of show who will break our hearts just because they can. Um, now the next test will be continuity. Will we see Charlie again or even hear about him, about whether or not he joined Cal Fire and how's he doing, or will he disappear from this universe and never um be seen again? I don't need much, just a line. Same with Aiden, by the way. We heard why her and Eve broke up, but if we continuously go back to Smokey's and she isn't there, I need a little line that explains where she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Continuity is is important. And like I said earlier, I do hope we get updates on Charlie. Um, another reason why I'm glad Charlie ended up okay is because of the effect it would have had on the Three Rock crew. Charlie being released is a sign of hope. If the worst had happened, not only the crew would have lost a friend, but they would have lost this example that, yes, you can make it out and have a second chance. That's mm-hmm. very true. Good mm-hmm. point. Um, yeah, that definitely would have not been a good decision to kill Charlie and like give these guys the impression that they're trapped. Mm-hmm. You know, that would not mm-hmm. have been good. Um, and yes, they have Manny's example, but considering the situation he's in right now, it, he's in right now, it's hard to remember that this is his second chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate that for him, but yeah, um, I'm worried. I'm really worried. The hole he's in just seems to be getting deeper and deeper. Hopefully he'll follow Eve's advice and seek help from Vince or someone else. Um, let's see. Moving on to Sharon. Uh, my heart grows two sizes every scene with her and Vince, the way Vince tenses up when she's on the phone, his relief at the news that she is transplant eligible, and then falling into each other's arms onto the bed. Oh, yeah, that was a really cute scene we didn't talk about. When she tells Vince that she's transplant eligible, then they like mm-hmm. just sort of like fall together. <laughs> I know. They're so precious. I know. Nothing bad can happen to them ever. Nope. I will be very upset. Um, let's see. It may only be a few seconds, but I replayed this several times. God, I love them so much. Uh, a little later, we meet Kara, who drops by to bring soup to Sharon. So this is Bodhi's ex-girlfriend. Sounds like from high school, maybe even a little later. I'm not sure what to think of her yet. She seems sweet enough. Maybe a little too sweet? That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, between Vince mentioning they need their own Ambo and Kara about to become an ER nurse, I think we may have a new recurring character. Are they going to introduce a paramedic team? I wouldn't be against that. You know what? I would love to have more paramedics to fall in love with because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how I feel about mm-hmm. the paramedics on Chicago Fire. I love them. Um, I would really love that if they did that. Um, I may reserve my judgment of Kara, but the scenes with her and Sharon were really fun. Really, these two being in distress and trying to help each other was way more hilarious than they should have been. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. They were in major medical distress, but it was pretty amusing, which seems wrong, but... <laughs> That was accurate. <laughs> um, Kara also gave us a little bit more background on pre-accident Bodie, pre-baseball injury Bodie, actually, which was really great. I'm also really glad she opened Sharon's eyes to a different perspective on what happened back then. It shows how Bodie was always seeking his dad's approval. I think we could always see that Bodie is very self-conscious and lacks the ability to see himself in a good light. But now we can see that this was the case long before he went to jail. He didn't want to join Cal Fire because it was too loaded. And maybe he wasn't sure he'd be good at it. And baseball was something he excelled at. When he lost that, he lost the confidence it gave him and probably threw him into a self-despising spiral. 
<clears throat> she says, I'm happy Bodhi finally feels like he deserves to wear his family name, even if Bodhi Leone sounds a little strange. <laughs> She's with me. I'm, I'm going to laugh. Every, I'm sorry. It's going to take me a while. <laughs> and I'm glad Vince told him that he's making him proud. I'd still really like them to have a long heart to heart about all those feelings instead of overhearing them, but it's another step in the right direction. Um, can we also, can we have a big shout out for Sharon's comment in her last scene? I'm a little bit worried. I'm not giving him enough room to make mistakes. And she puts in all caps. Yes, yes, yes. That is some growth. And I love to see it mm -hmm. come to think of it. Cara made a lot of good things happen today. Maybe I do like her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Sharon might be my favorite, but Eve is certainly not far behind. I need more of her, like way more. She had much more of a leadership position in this episode and I loved it. Yes, absolutely. I, I think we actually didn't really talk about that as much as we wanted to. Hmm. Um, Eve in this episode, like, I don't know, beyond just three rock, I could see her in like a, a Sharon role. I think that would mm -hmm. be, that would be good for her. Um, but yeah, I, I hope they do a lot more with that for the rest of the season. Um, because again, we always love female characters that pursue leadership. It's nice to see women in leadership, even on a fictional show. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, first of all, she truly is the friend Bodhi needs and deserves. I loved how supportive she is of Bodhi mm -hmm. throughout this entire episode. And I hope we do get to see them work together and make the transition from fire camp to Cal fire easier for the former inmate. However, it happens. Uh, I just need more of them together, period. Yay! Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she says, last but certainly not least, and this is in all caps, ring the bells and pop the champagne. Gabriella and Jake finally broke up. I love that we're champagne toasting this. Yeah. I'm not mad about oh my it. Gosh. Oh man. She says, holy smokes, the denial was strong with this one. Not gonna lie. I was starting to get annoyed with Gabriella, especially after last week's episode, where it was clear that she and Bodie have strong feelings for each other, and she still agreed to move in with Jake. Um, I'm sure she loves, and then she put loved in quotation, Jake too, because I don't know how else I can explain how blind she is <laughs> to the dick that he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, the scene between them at the beginning of the episode really frustrated me and then she does bullet points she's like one she still thinks they are slowly remembering they're like brothers okay she probably doesn't realize he was willing to throw Bodie under the bus with the IA lady but still other than that one episode where they were friendly he's been nothing but demeaning to Bodie she says two Jake says when I saw you jump all I saw was you jumping for Bodie and she goes really jealousy was your go-to emotion right there not oh my god I hope the woman I supposedly love doesn't die good point yeah oh man um she says also later after they put out the fire when vince says it's going to be one hell of an overhaul he responds good thing three rock is here as if the grunt work was beneath him is it just because of Bodie being here or is that the way he sees the inmate firefighter as a whole either way i'm glad vince shut him down but seriously i need everyone to wake up and see jake for who he really is a pompous ass who thinks he can do no wrong <laughs> it's true <laughs> i do i did that scene i thought it was more because of Bodie, but you know maybe it is because it's just the inmate firefighters because mm -hmm. he acts like he's too good for overhaul <laughs> and vince is like why no mm -hmm. we're gonna help <laughs> um yeah let's see but at least gabriella cut him loose it's a little weird that after weeks of denial and especially almost dying last week all she needed was a follow your heart from a random patient but i'll take it <laughs> same <laughs> um let's see 
she says, as much as I want Bodiella to happen, I think it would be great if they didn't go there quite yet. Uh, can we see Gabriella focusing on her new career in Cal Fire for a bit instead of her jumping straight from one man to another? Which, I mean, I think is basically what she said. She told Jake, she was like, I'm not doing this so that I you, so that mm-hmm. I jump from one man to the next. Mm-hmm. She's like, I just don't feel like it's fair to you. So I don't think Bodiella is going to happen like right now. Right. Especially because Bodie's still in the camp. So it's kind of not exactly mm-hmm. the most easily maneuvered thing anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, um, I'm hopeful that, you know, maybe this opens up just getting more even Gabriella scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I would love that too. And plus I I don't know. I think right now because the show is so new, I want like all the drama. I just want to see how they handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like give me the most mess possible so I can really get a feel of how this show handles drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I want to know I have I want to see what they do with it um let's see the only complaint I still really have about this show is that they sometimes are a little heavy-handed on the cheesy lines <laughs> I don't mind it too much especially for a show that is only on its 10th episode and is evolving I do hope that they learn to be a little more subtle in their writing but I'm really hopeful about it um I think they've already shown improvement since the pilot that's a good point. I do think that it's it's a learning process for a lot mm-hmm. of people trying to find the tone they want to set for the show and well, getting the, the voices, the characters, right, yeah. the voices down. And um, like I said, the show's only getting better, so I'm sure they'll even those things out as they go and find their vibe. They're already getting mm-hmm. there, so I, I think I think it'll be good. Uh, those are the emails that we got. Always room for more emails, guys. So mm-hmm. feel free to email us, podcast.ladiesnight at gmail.com and tell us what you think of the episodes, what you think of our episodes, if there's anything you want us to talk about, if there are, are any topics that you can suggest. I mean, whatever, any thoughts you have in your head, email them to mm-hmm. us. We're happy to hear them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is our episode. Now we've come to closing time and last call mm-hmm. uh where we talk about things that have made us happy our joy mm-hmm. Kim, mm-hmm. go first what have you got for us um over our little holiday break i've been meaning to watch and i i just hadn't for whatever reason but on hulu i finally watched the heating game because it was just like oh I, my I gosh missed, yes i missed wrong com- I it was just you know that holiday lull i don't want to i wasn't wanting to watch hallmark movies but i like wanted that rom-com vibe and i was like why haven't i watched this i don't know until so i finally turned on it was fantastic and i really like it and i'm gonna watch it again at some point because i really enjoyed it <laughs> it was a really good movie i that was i've i read the book i was obsessed with the book so that was one of those that i was like the day it came out i bought it on uh, mm-hmm. apple tv to watch it mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a they did a really good job adapting it mm-hmm. um I thought it was great I know there are some people that didn't didn't really like it I think that had more to do with the casting than the actual movie mm-hmm. itself um but I I loved it I thought it was mm-hmm. great um yeah that's definitely a great movie it's really funny mm-hmm. and I feel like um the two leads have a lot of really good chemistry mm-hmm. and they did a great job of like keeping some of the explicit nature of the book without mm-hmm. like being uh pushing it into like nc-17 level ratings you know <laughs> yeah because i mean you obviously with books you can go into a lot of detail and i mean there's only like standards and practices with movies there's only so much right. you can go to and you know it's just i still overall i hadn't read the book but i really enjoyed the movie and it's just i'm just excited for also the year of rom-coms because i think starting like 
January 17th through like the next month or so, there's going to be like six rom-coms coming out. Like I know. 2023 is the year of rom-coms again. It makes me really happy. And see, it actually, last month, uh, Reese Witherspoon's production company released one um, called Something from Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. That was Mm -hmm. really good. That one was really Mm -hmm. good, too. Um, So I do think, though, yeah, like uh, Jennifer Lopez has one coming out. Shotgun Wedding with her and Josh Duhamel. And then there's Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher and one from uh Netflix. Uh-huh. Then there's an Amazon Prime one, and there's like there's still three more coming too. And like I said, it's just like this next month, upcoming month, there's like six coming out, and I'm just so excited for it. Yeah, and they just announced one. Like Deadline just released the news about one that Glenn Powell's getting ready to do. And I oh love yeah, Glenn Powell mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's exciting. Um, yeah, there's just just like rom coms are coming back, and they I are. They I are. love it so much. But mm-hmm. no, sometimes when they adapt a book into a movie and it's a romance book, they kind of homogenize the romance out of it, like the the sexy stuff out of it. And it's yeah. like becomes too cute and too sweet. And I'm like, but mm-hmm. I, I want you to showcase the chemistry for me. Give me some steamy mm-hmm. stuff, just like mm-hmm. a little, a little steamy just, stuff. I mean, enough where you know it's you you can still have fun with it being like it it's not like a kids movie obviously but right. it's like obviously we know there's standards that they still can't be doing and things but like give us enough like give us yeah enough. and I felt like I, I felt like the hating game did that yes. they yes. balanced it they gave us enough of like the steamy stuff to where I was satisfied yep. I was happy mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. um yeah what about you so, um I don't know I've been um doing this thing with my friend Helene where we watch like a season of new girl and then a season of criminal minds mm-hmm. that's been kind of fun um mm. re-watching new girl has been interesting because like I haven't re-watched that in a while mm-hmm. but I've also been re-watching like the west wing and like mm-hmm. ends and just things that make me happy and that's just nostalgia um, is nice there's nothing wrong yeah. with that well the west wing like it gives me good vibes. It makes me feel happy and comforted. And mm-hmm. um, I've been mm-hmm. needing that a lot lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's that, but I have been trying to organize myself for my Goodreads goal. That's been good. Been like buying, like I bought, okay. I grew up super religious and people would like notate their Bibles during sermons. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring this up is because I remember there's this specific type of highlighter made for Bible pages because they're so thin Mm-hmm. and it's like a like a crayon highlighter mm. and so I bought some of those for my books because the wet highlighters bleed through the mm. pages and so like I bought those and I bought like paper clips and I bought like sticky notes that way I can like notate in the book and really get serious mm-hmm. you know maybe like do some book reviews or something mm-hmm. um so we'll see if I actually follow through on that but that's been fun like trying to figure out what book I want to read next and like mm-hmm. you know how I want to go about that I do have I'm excited okay I got this book it's called X's and O's by Amy Leah she wrote Ooh. a book last year called set it up not set it up Ooh. what is it set on you oh my gosh that was wrong I had my Glenn Powell mixed with my Amy yeah, Leah. it's all good <laughs> it's called set on you by Amy Leah and it was a really good book I was really excited about this one so this is my next read I'm very excited about it nice nice oh and I discovered these things I don't know what they're called like book helpers or something yeah but, but you're like your yeah finger thumb so in it they, I bought one I bought like a couple of them off of Etsy and they're like they help you hold your book one-handed nice so like 
it holds the pages down very nice and you put your thumb in it and it I like to hold my book one-handed so like very that's nice cool those have been fun mm-hmm. I have a lot of them on Etsy I think look for like book helper or yeah book page holder on Etsy if you mm-hmm. want one they come in different shapes and different colors mm-hmm. and they're cool anyways that's been sort of like my joy is like figuring out I'm trying yeah. to get back into reading so I gotta like motivate yeah. myself somehow and a little retail therapy goes a long way mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's pretty much it um yeah this has been uh it's been a weird a weird month mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway but yeah that'll that's fun and then um we're getting so much fire country this month just because yeah. they've basically it's like one a week essentially mm-hmm. which is exciting especially after we had that hiatus so mm-hmm. i'm very excited I'm so mm-hmm. excited and then the rookie that's mm-hmm. back and um criminal minds evolution yep like mm-hmm. that's my jam criminal minds has become like my thing lately i really mm-hmm. love it mm-hmm. man i miss i miss like the perfect criminal minds team to me was jj prentice uh Derek, Reed, um, Hotch, Rossi, and Garcia. Mm-hmm. That's like the perfect lineup. Mm-hmm. I miss that team. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were a good one. They're I mean, really I love good. the current team, but I miss. Yeah, them. they they hold a special place in your heart, which is understandable. No, I miss Derek and Garcia bantering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So perfect. Anyway um yeah those my three like new shows i'm watching right now are nice. criminal minds evolution the rookie and fire country and they're all mm-hmm. making me very happy mm-hmm. yep all right well i think it's time for us to go i think they're shutting down smokies mm-hmm. maya wants us mm-hmm. gone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we better go mm-hmm. but we'll see you next time when we talk mm-hmm. about next time we record i guess we'll probably be about mama bear and then do you want to wait until after the special episode um we'll figure it out we'll kind of let you guys know we'll kind of gauge how it is see we'll see what this next episode entails see if it's enough to kind of cover one and then we'll kind of gauge from there and we'll let you guys know good point good point so next Mm -hmm. time you see us we'll either be talking about one or two episodes yeah Mm -hmm. we'll see Mm -hmm. see how it goes yep but uh looking forward to it always love talking Mm -hmm. to you kim it's always so much fun as it's always so much fun, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.